재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms all around the world. It's our last generation now of 2017, I think. And we've got uh, Leia Young here for our Send Off 17 edition. Leia, does it feel different? I can't believe it's the last episode of the year. It's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. We've put in so many. Did you have a good Christmas, first of all? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Decent one. (laughs) It was a good chill out day. Yes. And we talked about giving and giving back. We had a real nice time. Um, So, yeah, uh, this is the time of year. Everybody's kind of reflecting back, partying a bit. Mm -hmm. What's Generation Now doing? Yeah, so it's definitely the most festive time of the year. And compared to this period of time last year, when everybody was on their candlelight demonstration in freezing Gwanghwamun. freezing in Gwanghwamun yes, with their candles like making a statement about the manipulation of the government affairs i can sense that people are more lighthearted mm-hmm. generally and which means a lot of hueshiks and meetups in songnyeonhwe's the year end parties to celebrate and send off all the good and bad memories happened in 2017 mhm And there's a lot to catch up. I mean, they, I think people have at least two to three gatherings per week. So like middle school unions, high school unions, you're in parties for their first job colleagues, you're in parties for their team of their current job, the headquarters, for their Tongari club. So it never ends. Everybody wants a piece of you mm-hmm. around the holidays. <laughs> yeah. So according to the big data reflecting the searches throughout the recent five years of content on blogs, tweets, and news from December, the word Songnyeonhwe, the mm. year-end party, was most frequently used more than 60,000 times. Mm. And it's used over the word Yeonhyu, holidays. So for Koreans, it's not hard to say that the festive holiday season is not only about few days gathering with your family and friends, but more parties to throw that you can imagine. Does that term Songnyeonhwe have uh, positive connotations? I mean, what do you do? You feel stressed out when you hear it and think of all the Songnyeonhwe's you have to go to, or how do you react? Yeah, well, I think it uh, depends on who you're spending time with. Okay. <laughs> so, in work relationships for juniors, so for the generation now, uh, if you're having a Songnyeonhwe with your team or colleagues. Uh, there's a high chance of your senior asking to make a toast mm. or to start off a party by singing the first song in the Nunebangs to amp up the vibe. Mm. And you're in charge to arrange a decent restaurant that everyone would be happy with. Are so you really? The junior, the Hmong is in charge mm-hmm. of arranging the restaurant? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So that the idea often comes across as a stress just to have that much pressure to prepare something. But it's different with friends, of course. And overall, I think... Uh, even in work relationships, I think the stress for drinking has lessened over the past few years. It's not like competitive drinking anymore the way it has been in yeah. previous decades. So they don't pressure you to drink that It's more much. like you know, drinking for enjoyment, but not drinking as a sport. Mm-hmm. So people don't focus on just being consumed with drinking. And the culture is shifting towards having a great meal with some drinks and, of course, more alternative ideas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Mangnes have to arrange the restaurant where all the seniors of the group are going to gather and maybe you're first up when it comes time to sing a song. What other kind of rituals uh, are involved in sort of end of year stuff? Yeah, so there are some like conventional ideas, the Korean rituals that people may recall when they have the idea of the year end. So one would be going to a crowded place like Myeongdong or Jongno to mm-hmm. witness all the 
influencers, politicians, or celebrities ringing the watch night bell of Poshingak to toast the new year at the stroke of midnight, which was a huge event every year. So who's going to be chosen to ring the bell has always made headlines. Oh, it's always like a star that they pick or somebody yes. high profile. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's something to do with Pyeongchang this time, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Maybe Kim Yona would maybe she'll get. Ooh, wow, what a, what a scene that would be. Yeah. So. And um, it, it's always, it's crowded, right? I mean, they only ring that thing at Western New Year and Solal, or do I have that wrong? I think Western New Year only. Not even Solal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just the New Year. Wow. So, yeah. One other conventional idea would be to go to see the first sunrise of the new year. So people would travel to the east coast to have a better view, like places like Cheongdongjin. And there was a belief that making a wish to the first sunrise of the year would be heard. And so many people uh, would either go to bed early at the 31st Mm. of December to get up early Uh, or after enjoying the parties or fireworks, people would stay up all night to see the sunrise. Sure. So, well, this is a quite cultural thing that we grew up with, but I don't think uh, it's something that young people would do for themselves these days. So there's significantly different ideas approaching the New Year's Eve idea. Okay. I want to get into that, but I want to ask you, did you ever do the sunrise thing? Yeah, when I was young, my dad would always take me to these mountain really? places that to sounds see the nice. sunrise. Mm-hmm. A little bit early, but nice. Um, so besides seeing the sunrise, what are we doing? So um, other than going to the sunrise thing, there are many concerts or musicals being held filled with people and all with all age groups, especially mm-hmm. from Christmas to New Year's Eve. Uh, but still, most ideas include being with the masses of random people in the cold weather with terrible traffic and and even just going to restaurants. You have to book at least a month before really? or you have no choice but to wait an hour long line. So often it's very exhausting to just think of going out there to celebrate when everybody has pretty much the same idea. And people uh, try to uh, diminish this inconvenience by shifting their energy level. So they are willing to enjoy this festive fair, but they, what and how they would focus their energy is probably the change we can see. So after all, the year-end parties, well, after all, the year-end parties should be joyful. So mm. meeting up with your closest friends that you haven't seen in a while, uh, well, you're spending off your team budget that would be expired in a couple of days. And you're rewarding. That sounds fun. You got you got X amount of money left in the budget. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we can talk to our producer about that. How much money do we? Have? Yeah, so you can have a year in party here. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you're rewarding your whole year, so it shouldn't be all the stress. Mm. And for that reason, to ignore all the negativity, people are choosing to spend the year in party to be more like private and with more of a small group of people but with more personality or style. That is music to my ears. That, to me, (laughs) is how to spend New Year's. Mm -hmm. I've never been one to go out and fight the crowds on New Year's. I'd much rather make a small dinner for a very small group of people. Mm -hmm. Give me some examples of what people are actually doing. So there are many uh, companies who replace 회식 or 송년회 to have a cultural event day, like going to theaters together or to go to sports matches Mm. or do sports together instead. So screen sports and VR games, as we've introduced a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago. And they're encouraging to have 
more um, productive time and be more active than to be consumed or to be stressed. And for a group of friends or school unions, aside from all the pubs and clubs, uh, many people choose to have home parties instead. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different from the Western idea of home parties. So you... It's not your home. There is no host. Uh -huh. You rent a residence or a hotel room with a generous space that would fit five to ten people. And you would have a dress code to follow. Ooh, fancy. Mm -hmm. And you would fill the room with balloons or finger food and some alcohol maybe. And just literally have a home party. But the only thing is, the only difference is that it's not somebody's home. And mm -hmm. there's nobody in charge. Yeah. <laughs> this is a common space. This is a little space we've rented, maybe a hotel room. There's balloons. What are the dress codes like? Like, it could be a pajama party or it could a be like party. a color code, like okay. red and black or something. This sounds fun. And it's like just some finger foods, canapes. Mm-hmm. And, well, you can make your own or you can bring your own food, like a pot like potluck party mm -hmm. but there are many vendors who sell the ready-made home party food starting from like cakes or finger foods steaks to like tuna tartars so there's a whole range and there are also like mini home theaters or mini photo booth that is rentable and they even like there are even vendors that rent a ramen making machine that you can find in hangang yeah Do you know that kind of machine? I've that? never seen a ramen making machine. Mm -hmm. It just cuts the noodles for you? Yeah, so you put the ramen in, in the foil ball. Okay. And you press a button, then they, they would do like all the measurements for the water. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, I'm getting some images called up on the screen. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it actually makes fresh ramen for you. You have the packaged ramen, and you put it in the pot, and it sort of susses out uh, the water and the cooking time. Yeah. As, is that a really is that the hard part? <laughs> I mean, that seems like I mean, a, it's fun. Do I need a machine for that? Really? <laughs> okay, listen. Hey, I'm not cracking on it. it. Sounds like a fine idea. Yeah. So whether it's a chill down party or a camping inspired party, whatever theme you're going for, it's really easy to arrange fun ideas, and you don't have to worry about cleaning up afterwards mm. because, for the most cases, the cleaning or returning fees included. Mm. And I would say compared to blindly spending in clubs or to like the uncomfortable situations on splitting bills when you're not really drinking or eating that much at mm -hmm. meetups or gatherings, I think people find this way to be more practical and comforting because it's private. And most importantly, aesthetically, it's better and it's more upload worthy. So I'm I'm hearing here, <laughs> yeah, a desire to get out of the the routine, the rut of going either to these sort of drinking heavy parties or to fancy restaurants that you got to book a month in advance and just getting a bit more creative, yeah. breaking out of the uh the mold. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be necessarily an extravagant party. So the point is not to make the year and party all about eating, drinking, spending. It's more about focusing on having the best environment to make possible to have a quality time with your loved ones. So this could be extended to joining a one-day class for baking a cake or to cook a full dinner course. And if you're into meditating, 
You can join to have a temple stay as a group or alone to wrap up the year, and it depends on what you value. So the point is to make the time, the year-end time, enjoyable. Yeah, um, we got about like ten seconds just from your personal point of view, Leah. What do you? What appeals to you as a year-end thing? Maybe stay in. Stay and- in <laughs> with some friends. Cook something nice. Throw some good drama or movies up on the screen. I think that uh, kind of syncs up with what I like too. Thanks for giving us that view of Generation Now's New Year. I will see you next year, Leah. I'll see you next year. And Koreascape is back in just a moment.